is London Calling. Here is the last news bulletin for today. The time through which we are now passing is of exceptional character. Welcome to the Four Outside Radio. Uh, video edition. Video edition. Video. Now they've got to look at it. We're in the well. 90s, bro. <laughs> look at this. Um, Owen Oxley, this is what he looks like. You've probably not seen him before, unless you've seen the, the Full Reptile Instagram account. Yeah, me singing White Lines. White Lines. That was beautiful, Vision. by the Vision way. Vision dreams of passion. It was a work of art. It was, I, got I loved honest. it. I was pleased with it. Uh, so, um, well, what are we going to talk about today? I've got a bunch of stuff. I've just put a, a tweet out to get some questions. We so have got, I've, got a shit ton of questions. I'm already, I'm already distracted. I know. By the Ooh, questions more I'm so getting, than I'm else. getting fired loads of questions already. Give me radios going. We've got some comments. I want to I I look at some of the comments on the uh, Inside the Octagon. Yeah, well, that went live. That's yeah. rocking, what? 3,000 views? Yeah, something like that. 3,000? Yeah. No, no the, the Inside the Octagon is like 250,000 now. Well, it's I, the Mark Goddard one. Please. That one's not caught yeah, on that's yet. On three, yeah. People are liking yeah, it, though. Still I'm getting good, some man. good feedback. Listen. We, listen. We need to... How you doing, Ben? We need to get Mark to learn how to hold a microphone properly. See... I don't know how many podcasts I've done now. It's one or two, but I, I'm a, a lot more careful. You are better. Yeah. You, you do the old Liam Gallagher, don't you? I, yeah, well, I learned, I learned from you. Yeah, get into the mic, dude. Uh, um, do you want to talk about the fights this weekend? I've not got them pulled up. Yeah, man, well, it's been a while. Screen. What You spoke to Johnny got, G's. You went I full did. bow tie. I did. He went full bow tie. Full I've, bow tie wanker. Yeah, I just um, felt a little bit like this is the scum edition. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Chav. Oh, you you're matching. Oh, mate, you got I'm, black yeah, and black. I'm, I'm killing the match. Yeah, I've got my street, I got my street go. fighter socks on. There we go. Japan. But <laughs> when I hear Johnny talk. Oh, I bet you can't even see the socks, can you? Can oh, you see man, the socks? Get... Are you flexible enough? Japan. Beautiful. They're right, filthy. Yeah, right, they're... Japan. That, are they filthy because of my floor? It might well be. It might be the gym Because floor. if Stace thinks that you're saying that she's sent me out in dirty socks, <laughs> I'm going to get a whooping. I didn't say that, Stace. I didn't say that, no, Stace. Please don't hurt me. What was what? Four yeah, you had Johnny, right. you've had Mark. Four to, yeah. It's yes. been a while, man. Yeah. It's yeah. been a while. But obviously, been did you touch. watch the fights this weekend? I did. I managed to catch up with them. What It'll, do you think? It was it was everything I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. But I felt, and this is what we talked about before, it was a bit more of like a, a showcase card. Mm. Like to to almost put the people in the place they need to be. So Damien Meyer is still relevant. Yeah. Jose Aldo is above and beyond relevant. Oh man. And you got Johnny Walker King and Rio. It, I don't see that it was a massive test. I mean, it was a big feather in whoever's cap if they got to dethrone that king. Yeah. But at the same time, it was almost just lining up a number of top contenders back into their rightful position to mm -hmm. sort of say, there you go. Because it was, it was one of them cards that there wasn't that much noise about. There yeah. wasn't that much, but it was amazing. It was The whole good. thing, top it to bottom. It was good. Johnny Walker. Dude. Explosive, right? Man. I'm not sure about his celebration, though. The uh, the body popping. Yeah, well, he sort of he sort of almost had like I don't know if you've ever played Call of Duty, but there's a new Call of Duty or the old one, and at the end of a match, it's a bit like the Fortnite dances and mm. stuff. You can choose one. Is he growling? He is, dude. He's, he's, he's coming for me. Wait. It might be because my boxing boots smell. I've That's got my it. Boxing boots on, and they he wants to kiss them. Yeah, maybe. maybe. But on the games, you get to choose a celebration. Uh huh. So basically, that's where the floss came from and other shit like that. But it almost feels a bit like. When you're playing, if you do more than one celebration, mm. it's like that kid that got PowerPoint for the first time and added all the effects. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, I want a star swipe and I want it to minimize. I want it to do this. Too much, man. And when Johnny did it, I was like, yo, that was cool. Flicking yeah. off his back. Nice. And then he was like, oh, I'm going to worm and do this. And I was like, yo, 
Dude, you got I guess, some energy. I mean, that's excess energy, though. The fight was over too quickly. He that's needs it. challenging. That's what I said on the on the ESPN desk. He needs he needs someone that's gonna gonna push him, challenge him. So put put this then. I was I was driving down. I was thinking about this. I genuinely feel that he he is the the biggest threat to John Jones right reckon, now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because he's nuts. Yeah, because that raw. Because he's named after alcohol. Of course, and he's just got and, that. And that's John, that's John. That's John Bones Jones's vice. They, like, yeah. What did he get? What did he get beat by? <laughs> Kind of alcohol, <laughs> kind, kind of, of. Kind yeah, of. Brazilian bootleg. <laughs> but I, I just think that let's say that the Smith Jones thing falls off for whatever reason, and John Jones is looking for opponent. Yeah, I can't see why that wouldn't be the biggest success story. Like it's almost down the Bisping route, right. the Connor route. You know that just last minute come and have a go, man. Yeah, and yeah. I think he's got that. You not know what? That fuck it skill that he's just. He's got that fucking mentality, though. For real. I've actually, you know, Jim Masoon. Yes. Who's a big a good gym. friend of the big Jim, who orders everything that we we sell from uh, Full Reptile Collective. I do have to I have to ring him and say, "Can I have some stock back?" Because he's, <laughs> he's got a back catalogue for yeah. us. He's ordering coffee beans by the sack. For, for real, man. Um, he's he actually he's he's asked one of his questions was, um, how many more wins uh, slash fights till you think uh, you give Johnny Walker a title shot? See, what do you reckon? The thing is, when I see him fight, he almost reminds me of John Jones against someone like Stefan Bonner. Mm. Stefan Bonner was fucking, ma- I mean, he physically massive. massive. Yeah. I had a picture with him and his head came down to here and here. Yeah. He looked like the like Easter, Easter Island. Island. For I real. You're going to say that. But he yeah, was fucking, sure. but his body fit the rest of him. Yeah. Like to take a picture with me, is on his, like, <laughs> hunkering right down. But when you see the highlight reel of John Jones in the spinning back elbow, the trips, all the crazy shit. Essentially, Stefan Bonner was the biggest gatekeeper you're coming across mm. because obviously he's put the UFC to a degree where it is now. So when I see Johnny Bones, I know that, uh, sorry, Johnny Walker, his like his opponents haven't been the same, yeah. but everyone's born a baby. I think he's got a chance. I right. think, yeah. You know, maybe, maybe if, uh, well, I mean, regardless really what happens with Thiago, uh, Thiago, um, Tiago Silva, Santos. Santos, oh, not Silva. My brain's fried. I need some sleep, yeah. for real. I, I got back from London last night at like four o'clock in the morning. L- lost my bank card. Dude. I've never done that. I've got to be honest, disappointed. I'm disappointed in myself. Yeah. I am. I'm not angry. I am just disappointed. I am. This is it. Anyway. We're not, we're, we don't lose a lot of things. No, we, we don't. We're saying this no, earlier. If, with that kind of even stuff. if I lose stupid shit, as small as like the Sky Remote, I can't give in and get the one from upstairs. No. Because then I need to turn the house upside You've down. You've got to watch Peppa Pig until the, the remote turns up. That's it. Yeah, just sit yeah. in the room, rocking. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Um, what was I saying? So, yeah, uh, Thiago Santos after... We got, we got, in fact, this is a good interlude. Let's let's take a moment here. You'll notice that we're drinking tea. This, this is very, well, very mine's, British Mine's right gone. Now. I've gone full water. So, a couple of weeks ago, we mentioned uh, that we needed a Jamie. We did. But obviously, this is far too British to have a Jamie. So we have a James. So... Behind the camera, now we're on we're on camera and we've got lighting and all kinds of stuff. We're, James Esquire. James, no, no, no. From this point onwards, we'll be known as Kid Mystery. Kid um, Mystery. Kid Mystery. I like it. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so, yeah, so James Halo. In fact, I'll, I'll take a photo. I'll take a photo so people can see take what you look like. Exactly and, and what and we can see now. And I'll tweet it. Hang on. God, but he's sat on the so back slow. end of a exercise bike facing the wrong way. With a camera on a tripod on a box. That's wicked. Yeah, hang on. Yeah, you look completely unimpressed. It's a good shot. It's a good yeah, shot. There you go. We'll use that. It's a good shot. That's perfect. Kid mystery in the house. Um, Santos. Santos. If, if, if he comes through Jan Bojovic, that's a fight. I'd like to see that. 
Because yeah. they're both mental. Definitely. They're both nuts. Definitely. I, I just think he could go against any 205. Because the thing is, it's that it's that crazy confidence that's getting him into these places that it's almost like that Czech Congo. You know when Czech Congo rocked up, smashed the shit out of people? Mm. Well, the first guy. And then the second one got tucked down and we're all like, oh. Yeah. I have an idea. Go on. We'll put, we'll put this to the UFC. Pay attention, UFC. This is a million dollar idea. This You're is the one. Like this. This You're going to like okay, this. I'm ready. I'm so ready. we're going to take, we're going to take Thiago Santos. Yeah. And we're going to take Johnny Walker. Yeah. And we're going to get a team of three guys in each corner to spin them around in a circle until they're fucking incredibly dizzy. And then the first round starts. Man. Go. Dude. Can you imagine? Can we handcuff both <laughs> of their left hands together? So spin them separately, handcuff them. Just tie them, a piece of rope around the waist. Just Or a piece of elastic. Yeah. So they keep bouncing just back just towards windmill. each other. That's 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 gold. Yeah, that is, that's that's gold. that X arm. I mean, you, well, now, now we've X-arm? got now we've got people bare knuckle boxing on TV. We we've can got do bare anything, knuckle. We? <laughs> we've got craziness. There's that X arm. If you ever saw that, it's where two people get hanged and beat the shit out of each yeah, other. Yeah, together. That's kind of what this is. Yeah, it's this, almost like this. But this then they're pulling up arm bars and stuff. <laughs> you think? Oh, I saw that. Not ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. Ridiculous. I think that's where Reebok got the idea for the uniforms from. Although, if you want a commentator, give me a shout. Ringers, we've got Ben. Ben's all about Exxon. Uh, how are my pronunciations at the weekend? I tell you the one one that I did mess up, and I'm gonna I'm gonna scold her live on podcast as well, Laura Sanko. I was doing absolutely perfectly well saying, "Hang on, I need to read it." Okay, let me get over there. Oh, I can't even find it on the card. Mara Romero Barella. Mara Romero Barella. Mara Romero Barella. Mara Romero Barella. I I fucked up so bad on the way in show, and I, she did. No, the, the thing <laughs> is, I was doing so I was doing fine with it. All the the whole time, and then Laura Laura was like, "That name, you're gonna make a mess of that one. I oh. make a mess of that one. You're gonna make a mess of Thanks, that one." Thanks, Jinx. And then and then I, did, I couldn't say it for the whole weekend. She made a Mara. bit of a mess of it at the weigh-in show, didn't she? Well, there were some challenging names. No, uh, I mean she had like six bags of sugar in her pocket, didn't she? <laughs> six bags. What? Isn't that, it? Wasn't it Mara that was overweight? Oh no 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 that was uh, no that was uh, last Mohicans uh, Sarah Frota. She's that, well, I apologise to Mara. She's she scares me. I apologise to her. Yeah, Although all the Lavina de Souza uh, scares me as well. She's got crazy in her eyes. This is it. This is it. They just know they can. Yeah, they're gonna man on. So, so when I was researching, I was watching, I was watching old YouTube fights of them and trying to get the pronunciations right. Okay. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's so much fun. I I love the way that Joe Martinez introduces the the the, the role of the the. He's got he's full tilt, full yeah. Mexican. Rodrigo Bontorin. It. it just takes me back to WEC. Yeah. Every time, because that was the only. Whenever I didn't get Bruce, I was always a bit disappointed. Mm. But like, it was all right. I could live with that. Yeah. I, I got to. I got used to that. It's a struggle sometimes, you know, on local circuits when you hear someone announce. I'm like. Yeah. You're trying to be Bruce Buffer. Right. And you're not. Mm. You're really missing. No. Be yourself. But the thing is, it's like, right. with the thing with, with Joe, Joe Martinez, he's got his own personality. Definitely. So he's, he's all yeah. good. Yeah. So I don't actually know who the awards went to. What was your fight the night pick? I did like Jairzinho Rosenstroik. Yes. He was fun. See, I, I, I managed to get a bit on Saturday night, this, to be fair. I managed to get a bit. That sounded dodgy. Sure. I, managed, I managed to watch you some did. of the fights. You Mark Goddard in the was table. I, was I hulking out? Bit. You oh, were. Sorry. <laughs> it's because we're in the reptile house. It's yeah. just what it does to you. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. it's just that energy. <laughs> so I managed to... I, I fell asleep dropping the phone on my face with Thiago Alves. You know that literally I've, I've muscled through and I've managed to watch a couple. I'm like, I'm killing this. And then literally got the phone and I just woke up with it just going, bink. I was like, ah. Oh. So then I'd lost like two rounds. So I, I, that's the one I missed. Sorry, dude. I'm killing you. So... My fight of the night, though, I managed to catch up the next day. 
Are you good? Yeah, I'm all right. Are we recording still? Was that, that mid-gulp? <laughs> oh, shit. Perfectly timed. Yeah, sorry. Carry on. I, I, can't, I can't just go... For Fight of the Night, I can't mm. go top three or four just because they were all fucking brilliant. Yeah. What I would go for is, that, is the card opener. Which was yeah. Bontarin yeah. Against, against Bibulatov. Bibulatov. Yeah. Only because Magomed of Bibulatov. But it was the it was the betting odds. Mm. It was how much how much they were putting. What were the odds closed on that one? Who Ridiculous. Uh, Bibulatov by like he was the biggest undercard on the on the show, mm. and mate he he turned up to fucking fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was I managed to catch that up on um, on Fight Pass. So, so I, I sort of I watched the main show and then I went backwards. We got two anacondas as well, didn't we? The weekend ridiculous anacondas. Said Magomedov, well. that was nice. That was a standaconda. It was Oliveira's anaconda that sort of went. That was more like an aggro anaconda. Yeah, that was, he was like, you that f- was a how dare you poke me in the eye, motherfucker. That wasn't an eye poke. That was a. I yeah, want it. I'm taking your eyes home, yeah. <laughs> dude. It was like a like a hawk, like a talon. Yeah, I don't know if he'd watched Minority Report the day before. Maybe. You know when he gets him in his little baggy. Maybe or baggy of eyeballs or Jurassic Park. Uh, maybe. It could have been a. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, it's horrible. Tiago Alves, Max Griffin. Okay. I don't I don't know what the judges... Uh, it's th- This is an argument for having the judges in a different room with headphones yeah. on. Yes. Completely. Because every time... John, John said it to me during the broadcast. Every time Tiago Alves even went near Max Griffin, the whole crowd went nuts. That's it. And I get it because he's the hometown guy and that's the way... But you've got to think how much that influences the, 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 the judges. Especially, I was having a, a great conversation last night, actually, with the guy that uh, started Fightmetric. The legend that is. The legend that is. Fascinating conversation. And, and he was he was talking about th- about this as well, about how the, how it does, you know, I mean, th- there obviously is a potential to affect the, the judging in that way. Because the position that you're sat at when you're judging Octagon side, if the fight's happening on the opposite side of the fence, you can't really see anything. No. No. And like me from my commentary position, I, I can see the fight and I want to watch the fight live through the, through the fence. But there are some times I'm like, I, I, I can't really see what's no, going gotta, on. Yeah. I've got to refer to the screen. Oh. I have all my screens. I'm talking to Minority Report. There you go. Yeah. Well, you, you've gone, awesome. gone full tech. <laughs> see, when, when I came to Cage Warriors last time and I had a wicked seat, it was really close. Mm. But you can't, you find yourself sort of looking at the screen quite a lot. And then you almost feel guilty because I'm like, I should be watching them. And I'm yeah. watching the screen. Oh, what's the matter, Ben? No, sorry, dude. Don't be upset, buddy. You can be up. You can be up for two minutes. So, <laughs> the the thing is, it's it's always like with the hometown heroes. It's hard because obviously Tiago's a legend. Yeah. But the problem is, he's he's been in it for a bit too long now. I he mean, has. you remember back to when he was fight when he fought Matt Hughes with that flying knee knockout? Was that UFC London? UFC UK? Eighty-five. 85. Bedlam. Yeah. Man. And I'll tell you why I know that. It's probably the only one I remember apart from my own fights is because that was my first live UFC event. Ah, mm. Full Ben Sherman. I always said to my full Ben Sherman days. Yeah, absolutely. Sponsored by Ben Sherman, in fact, at the time. Mm, loved it. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, that was my first. So I always Tell promised me. myself all the way through my career that I was not going to go to a UFC event until they sent me a ticket, until I'd earned myself. That's cool. Yeah, and that was my first one, I remember. Alves looking like the Hulk flying through the air with that knee. Fucking, yeah. Wicked. I can't really make that stance because I don't think I'd ever get a ticket. <laughs> if I made a point, I'm like, right, well, I'll earn it. You watch this. Granddad, this I'll got sent ticket, in the post. Mate. I'll get you a ticket, <laughs> Yeah, you get me a ticket. Honestly, the amount of messages I've got, don't, uh, UFC London tickets, can you get any? I'm like, do you think I am Ticketmaster? What's up, Ben? Come here. Is he fully kicking off? Ben? Yeah, th- he's aggro. We've all had a drink. Have you got sweets in your pocket? <laughs> 
he just wants attention. He says, I just want, um, I want, I want some fuss. Damian, Marcus Perez looked good. He did look good. He did look good. I'm not sure about that. With a ponytail. Yeah, I don't know about that. So he reminds me of like what he should do is shave the top front side off so he looks like uh, like 36 chambers of the Shaolin, like the old kung fu movies. Yeah, almost a bit Tong Po, but they they didn't go full. No, they didn't go ring. You never go full Tong Po ever. What about Damian Meyer? I was glad it was nice to see. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, he's just above and beyond. The minute he's got hold of you, like that's it. No. That's it. It's if he nope. gets a hold of you. Yeah, and to be fair, Lyman Good's as good as anyone to, to land a big shot. But I think, I mean, obviously I've not fought, but this, the whole time you're thinking, if he fucking grabs me, I'm he's going to grab me in a minute. I yeah. think he's going to grab... Oh, he's got me. <laughs> right, let me get my stupid dog. <laughs> so I, I'm going to have a look at some of these uh, questions that I've got. Okay. I've got loads of stuff going on here. Give me radio, still playing in the background. To speak of wolves is on. Um, very cool. And then I've got, what have I got pulled up? Oh, the Mark Goddard podcast, we're at like 3,500 views. That's that's on uh, on YouTube, on the Fight Disciples YouTube. Have a look at that. Is that um, at Fight Disciples or the YouTube Fight Disciples? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or if you just type listen Dan Hardy or listen Mark Goddard, it will come up. Um, I want to I hear what people's feedback is. We will get a microphone that Mark Goddard can speak <clears> into without sounding like he's running across a valley when he's talking because he can't hold a microphone. You can't say running across a valley without making it Welsh, though. <laughs> you have to say running across a valley, innit? <laughs> you can't say it the other way because there's no valleys anywhere else, eh? All right? It's cracking. Very nice. I can't I can't do accents. Oh, I can I bit, I can give bit. me a heads up for a valley and I'll drop into it <laughs> real quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah, thanks. I'll give you the nod. Yeah, I'll give you the nod. <laughs> valley nod. Yeah. I, uh, inside the Otskins up as well. Um, Whitaker Gastelum. We recorded after they completely fried my brain the other day. Poor old Ben Chilliberti, I, I, I kind of lost my shit at him a little bit because my brain was fried. First of all, they made me wake up before noon. See. And you know that doesn't... What, what time did you knock on the door this morning? 11 o'clock? Nervously, 11 o'clock. No. <laughs> and I answered, Luckily, I had Ben with me to go, oh, look, a dog. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. yeah I don't know. Before, before noon is not, uh, is not copacetic for me. Um, I love the but, Mark Goddard podcast though, man. Did I, you like it? Yeah. I listened to a lot of it. It, it gave me a massive insight into it because... The thing is, like a lot of fighters get a breakthrough fight, mm. and obviously, I know Mark got a lot of flack for stopping that fight early, which he wasn't even at. But the difference <laughs> is, is we we know Mark because he's had his breakthrough fights. Like the guy that was ref in that fight is an experienced ref, but we've yeah, not yeah. seen that that ridiculously amazing ref experience come yeah. into something that's that's triggered the brain. Because it always reminds me of like it was always Big John. Mm. Big John was the boy. Like literally, if you, you knew that you were going to get you're going to get called right. So I'll always remember when Herb Dean got his validation and it was through the, um, was it Lesnar Carwin? What's that Herb Dean? I don't remember. I don't know if it's Herb Dean or Josh Rosenthal, but I think it was Herb Dean. And basically it was one of them fights. It was basically, it was either Lesnar Carwin or the week before was like Chelson and Anderson Silva won. Mm. And both of them were like good decisions. But it was when Herb Dean did that and even Dana was screaming, awesome, best referee yeah. in the game. Awesome. Yeah, and obviously yeah. Big John had just walked off at that point. Right. So so he had to make a point. But I didn't know if it was a case that refs feel that they get a breakthrough fight where people start recognising them or if they get that same experience of fighters talking about that bad decision or not bad decision, talking about the decision. If, let's say, Mark goes in there and he calls something in his brain, he's like, oh, I could have let it go a bit. Do you know what? Not publicly, but yeah. Is he then jonesing to get back into the cage to be able to right that wrong to sort of almost go, look, I do know what I'm doing. Maybe. I, I think the thing, the good thing about Mark is that he's very self-critical. Yeah. So like, like 
I, I mean, I'll ask, I'll ask this question next time I sit with him because, like, you can ask Mark and you can say, you know, what what fights stand out to you as a time where you could have been a little bit faster or whatever? And, and there are a few that come to mind immediately and they stay with him. And that makes him a better referee. And the thing That's is, true. you know, sometimes you can't get there in, in time just to, because like you said on the podcast, he doesn't like a kill shot. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, I, I like a I kill, kill shot. I love a kill shot. Yeah. You know, um, but, I, but like, that's the mentality that Mark's supposed to have. You don't want a referee that likes a kill shot. No. You know? And, when you get a bit bloodthirsty. Exactly. Do right. him again. Yeah, yeah. One more. Yeah. Like he owes you money. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but the, the thing the thing that you've got to bear in mind, and I, I always kind of feel sorry for new referees when they're stepping in. Like when I'm going to a, like a, a say a, like I'm doing a European event and we've got local referees there. My first thought is like, I, I, I really hope you have a really good first show because they you always start a referee at a deficit. You don't just go, oh, referee. Yeah. You go, hmm, referee. We'll keep an eye on you. Yeah, it, you know, there's always a what's the matter? There's always a doubt. You know what I mean? There's, there's always a lot a, of pe- there's a lot of people involved in mm. that one person's decision making. Yeah, and yeah. obviously it's it's the safety. It's, it's, it's everything. It's yeah. got to be terrifying. They do, they don't. They, I, like I said, they always start at a deficit. You know what I mean? And I think that it takes a lot of work to get to the stage where Mark's at because you have to first of all build up to up to even before you can start then That's building it. credibility. Well, when Mark was talking about um, is it Kevin that had had hundreds of fights and you're like. Has he? Yeah. And as much as you've seen him before, mm. and I know he isn't Mark, but then Mark's obviously come onto the scene and he's got a massive history, but yeah. you only remember a certain amount. You just remember what's what's current. Do you know mm. what I mean? You'll normally remember a ref in a, in a crazy decision because they're normally trying to get in between. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was good, man. I really enjoyed it. Cool, man. Yeah. Well, I like it. I like it. I, I want to keep... Right. I mean, we'll do it once a month because... Obviously, like Mark's busy, I'm very busy. He's like always traveling. Pretty much every weekend, he's on a yeah, show he's all somewhere. Over the place. Um, so, I mean, we cross paths a lot. So sometimes we'll be able to sit down in like the lobby of a hotel, at Cage Warriors, or whatever, and we'll be able to get have a good conversation there. But we'll do it once a month, and I'll, I'll kind of gather topics and subjects. I, I've already got a bunch of stuff that that I've got in mind for the next one that I want to speak to him about. Do um, you want a, a number of sound bites of people trying to impersonate Mark saying, listen? Oh, we should. That's what we should do. I think we maybe we just do like a whole, listen, 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 <laughs> listen right. Do you know what I mean? Get a whole, just a, just a whole stream of people doing impressions be a, of a new Mark. message alert. Yeah. He I won't like get it. sick of it. His wife well, might come around and murder you, but. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You know what I've been in doing actually, since we started uh, talking about and doing the podcast, I've, when I've been researching fights, every time Mark Goddard's referee in a fight, and he stops the fight, something happens, I make a note of it. Because what I want to do is I want to lift the sound bites out and do something with it. So like... Either you do hear a lot of like, oi, yeah. no coaching. <laughs> yeah, so like like when... like when, it, <laughs> like, like he kept looking at you up behind camera as well. Did you notice? Yeah. yeah. Um, so like, like he was he was refereeing a Sun Sal font and I was, I, I was watching that fight for this weekend's research. And in the third round, I, I, make, the, I make a note of the time code, 3.06 on the clock in the third round. There was an eye poke, and Mark turns to the corner man, and he's like, what did I say? Don't coach. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm in charge here. Listen, listen. So I, I, I want to grab a few of those sound bites and just kind of You're almost going to have a soundboard. <laughs> when he starts saying something, we're like, mm, listen. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> what did I tell you? What, what, what did I tell you? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Here come like the that. remix. <laughs> <laughs> Lord of mercy. Yeah, I like it. I mean, yeah, yeah, we'll definitely do that. Yeah, I think so. I think, so. We'll I think he'll dig that. that. He yeah, won't man. mind us. The, the thing that was frustrating about it is we recorded two podcasts on Full Reptile Radio initially and 
they were people like them. We got good feedback, which is why we decided to do like a like a monthly special. Yeah. He said, listen, like every third word all the way through those podcasts. The first two. The first two. So I thought, well, that's the perfect thing we'll call it because he says it all the time. I think he said it once in Mate, the new podcast. He's desperately holding he that saying, back. Like I said, like I said. <laughs> this, like I said. And then someone put in the comments, you should have called this like I said. I'm like, motherfucker, I've already, I've already had the artwork drawn up now. Yeah, this is it. I can't go back. You know, is that best thing to believe you Dan, me? Shout out to Dan, by the way. Shout out to Dan with the work. Oh, dude. I, I'm, I, I keep trying to say his last name, but I, I'm, I know I'm going to mess it up. Al's... Al's I think it's Alzheimer's. I've tagged him. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Alzheimer's with a Z. He's an amazing artist, though. I mean, the, the, it's the Stipe Miocic one I like the most. Dude. He's just, he's got all the proportions of his head It perfectly. was the Darren Till. With the, uh, yeah, with your mum. Double birds. Your mum. Your mum. <laughs> your mum, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking brilliant. Yeah. How good was the press conference? Darren arguing with uh, Leon Edwards. That's all you want. Brilliant. Why wouldn't Brilliant. you want that? Leon Edwards getting involved. Getting involved. Mate, that's what I want. A little bit of fucking Uncle involved. Albert. A little bit <laughs> doing the water. Do you know what I mean? Just get get that full fucking crombie. Yeah. Love it. Like there's like maybe 30% of the listeners will get that reference and the whole rest of the world will oh, be like, man. have Going no idea back what to Only Fools and Horses There was Only Fools and Horses. Only Fools and Horses. I think we've spoke about it a number yeah. of times. I there even sang the song. Bear with us. There are only 14 seasons. We'll start at number one. Yes. So what was episode number... <laughs> So basically, Rodney, <laughs> Dell, and Grandad. <laughs> anyway, back to the fight card. Okay, back to did we finish the fight card? We didn't, but I wanted to talk about Jose. Go on then, do that. Do you think he looks like the Pringles man? <laughs> I'm not to say that. He already owes me a leg kick. I, I picked against him because I was I was concerned. Oh, did you? Yeah. I will, I it proudly partly, didn't pick against him because I know I can never go against Jose. It was partly to, to disagree with um, with Laura because she jinxed me on the Mara Ramira Barella. Okay. Yeah, I can't, I can't ever go against Jose. And no. in the first round, he looked, it just looked like, I was talking to you about this the other day, when you see him against all the other guys back in the day, they were all the same size as him. Yeah. And now they're starting to stretch these guys out Dude, and are. just drop them in and be like, oh yeah, he's definitely the right weight. And right. You think, Class. The thing, the thing is, if I'd have picked Jose and he'd have lost, I'd have been like, "That's because I picked him." So oh, if I okay. pick his opponent and he wins, I'm I'm happy all day. Well, explain that to him. Make sure you do. I, I, I you don't look like the Pringles guy. Yeah, also, also, <laughs> I didn't pick I you for he's a my spirit. Jose Aldo's my spirit animal. Mate, I tell you, he is. He's I tell you, brilliant. I was so pleased to see him back, <laughs> and he just went vintage, didn't he? He's he did. Like, that awesome. fucking hurt, didn't he? Yeah, it? coming after you. Dude. You know, uh, so. I've been to Brazil twice, right? This is the second time. I went by plane this time, which was much, much faster. Well, yeah, well, wasn't the last time you were at sea for how long? 28 days. Yeah, it's not it's not the quickest way of traveling. Unless it's enough. Ryanair. Unless it's Ryanair. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, your luggage will definitely get there faster on a boat. Um, <laughs> yeah, shout out to Ryanair. Fuck you, man. What a terrible <laughs> airline. Hey, shout out to Ryanair. <laughs> Yamaha, such a bad airline. <laughs> it is. It's actually in my contract. Don't fly me with them, mate. They've lost so many, so many bags. All they've ever done for me. And is I love a flags. bag. I, I have a real thing for luggage, as you know. Re- yeah, well, dude, I, I make it for you often. You do, yeah. yeah we've so got some. We've got some lovely full <laughs> <We've got> collective <laughs> some bags. Nice bags. Yeah, they're well, big and leather. All yeah. they ever did for me was cancel flights. Me and Stace had oh, flights organised to go headaches. to Ireland, and they were like, "Oh, by the way, yeah, <laughs> fucked it." I was like, "Nice one." Yeah. What can you do? And they were like, "Nothing." Yeah. That's it. You done. Nightmares. Nightmares. Shithead. Um, where were we? Jose we, Aldo. We did Damian Meyer. We did Jose. Backpack. And then, dude, that was full back. If I was Damian Meyer, I would have, I would have, I would have Matalao tattooed on my knuckles. Lion killer. Rear naked. Rear naked. <laughs> RNC. Naked. Naked. Allus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about the main event then? Marlon Morais. 
I thought I thought that was a no-brainer. Really? I genuinely thought, I thought he was, was going to be tighter than I that. I thought he was going to smash him to pieces. The problem is, smash and this is nothing against Rafael Hossunsal, nice. but this is it. You got to get whenever nice. it's Brazil. We're, yeah. And he's Fortaleza. 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 Where's the hood at the end? It's like, I'm going to eat your crunch, you. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah? What about Curly Willy? I don't like Curly Fool. <laughs> you, you're practicing your Portuguese. Right? Always. You've been listening to a lot of Natal Aranha. I have to. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. So when, when, when Rafael Sunsau was coming out, and obviously back in the day, he's been in the game a lot longer. And I almost likened this to Brad Pickett and DJ. No disrespect to Brad Pickett or DJ, but Brad Pickett beat DJ. Yeah. At, at WEC. He did. So he, he, he fucking wrestle fucked him. He, he's gone cold. Oh, really? You can still one goal, but you've got to. You don't waste it. I know I can't, can I? No. I made that broom. I'll get an alert from the Queen if she sees me wasting tea I on I say, she be fuming. Like, I beg your pardon. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, fuck that. No. So, well, like I said, with DJ and with Brad Pickett, bear in mind he beat him. When you go back to the UFC, would you have ever put Brad Pickett against DJ? I would have loved to have matched mm. him up. I would love to see it again. Yeah. But the, where DJ had got himself to, mentally, physically, and all the rest of it, and where Brad was then fighting was completely different. And I could see that when all I've seen of uh, Mariah's was just highlight, highlight, highlight. He's yeah. just looked like... That head kick against Jimmy Rivera. Whoosh. And Jimmy no. Rivera who beat um, like Faber. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was like a Kung Fu move. Well, he, he um, took that scalp. He he literally beat Rivera and, and took the Faber scalp. Mm, do you know what I mean? Yeah. To me. So... I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to pull up the next card this weekend because we are uh, we should have a little word about that as well. Or is this Two, three, four. Wittiger Gastelum? Yeah. Oi. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. What do you reckon, Anderson Silva? Are you concerned? Are you worried? Um, you head and heart. Head and heart. Head saying, I'm worried. Because Adesanya's got a, proof, a point to prove. He's going to hit one of those fireballs. Yeah, for real. And I, I don't know what that is. I have no idea what that is. I'm, I feel like what, I'm too old for that. This, but yeah. somebody made a video of and doing all the animations. It, okay. looked, it looked fantastic. I, I mean, I, I get it with all the animation. I know on a joypad it's down, left and round, to the right or the left, depending on which way you're facing. And is that right? Hard kick or hard punch. I'm a button mash. Yeah. Mash, mash, no, I can't mash. have that. Palm, palm. No, that sounded wrong. <laughs> Good job, yeah. it's videoed. Yeah, right. That's fine. We'll just, yeah, we're we'll safe. Just, we'll just snip that. We'll, we'll just snip that. <laughs> snip that a little bit. We'll just go back to the vasectomy story. <laughs> <laughs> Not on camera. No. Not because he because yeah. he had it all out on it's camera. It's visual. <laughs> it's visual. It's a it's a visual <laughs> aid. Um, my tea, my cold tea is making me feel sick. That's not <laughs> yeah, helping. Sorry, dude. So Anderson. So Anderson Israel. I, I want to see Anderson come out and just. I don't know. I want him to just be at peace. That completely. Zen against he, Forrest. He might be a if he gets caught early. Yeah, that's what, that's the problem. But you know when he was out against Forrest mm. and he was literally part of the Matrix Dude. and it's almost like it was choreographed to the point where Forrest was like, yeah. so I'm going to look like this and I'm going to just, just be all over like Bambi on ice and you're just going to like slip a punch and knock me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three times. Okay, no worries. <laughs> then I'm going to run out the cage. Yeah, you do whatever you want, Forrest. Yeah. And it was that absolute laser precision. I never had a fight where I experienced witchcraft like that, but I've, I feel for Forrest in those moments. But what was that now? Ten years ago? <sighs> Got to be. Eh? Could be. Could be twenty. I, I don't yeah. know to be honest. It How seems old like Forrest? A while. Sixty. Sixty-four. Wow. Mm. Looks well, good I, for it. Looks good for it. I want to see Anderson come He'll back make to one hundred and twenty. Though Forrest will anyway. Yes, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Just as a head in a jar. <laughs> but that <laughs> future armistice. Yeah. 
The thing is, Anderson, I've almost got Anderson on the same pedestal as GSP. Oh, I can't drink that. No, fuck. Is it bad shit? Yeah, no, this, this, it's, 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 no, it's not. I'll it's, secretly drink it because I can't stand to see waste <laughs> when I'm in the kitchen. You can't do it. No, no. Mate. I'm going to make sure it goes down the let drain. Me, let me tell you this it's real quick. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you this story real no, quick. I can't drink that. It's oat milk. It's, it's kind of, it's settled. I can't remember if I told you this when before, but basically when I first got together with Stace, it was at, what, 1998. And she had a chippy up the road from her. Chippy. A big time chippy, right? So <clears throat> we were Chippy. At, chip shop. Chip shop. A chip shop. A chipper if you're in the island. There's chipper. You have to say a chipper over there. So anyway, I've got my pea mix, which is chips, mushy peas, and a battered sausage. Of course. So standard. All day. So basically, we've walked out of the chippy and we're walking back home. It's two minutes away, and I've literally this sausage has rolled off my chips and hit the deck. And a part of me died. And I looked down. Now, bear in mind... It's I've, a make or break. Yeah, I've been with Stacey. Like, Did she die for uh, it? No, nothing. Uh, Literally just thought she was like, oh, you dropped, you dropped your sausage. And I was like, fuck. So I looked <laughs> at her and I've been with her, what, six months, a year? Like, not long enough to sort of go, can eat this. What are you going to do? Married. So we <laughs> couldn't do that. So she had three dogs. And I was like, I know. So I don't waste it. I'll take it home and I'll feed your dogs when we get in. She was like... Oh, yeah, nice one. I don't think she give two shits, but I was fuming because obviously I couldn't smash a sausage in my face when I want to get it together with Stace later. So, I know where this is going yeah. already. So I walked Does home. she know the end of this story already? Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. I good. told her like I don't after want the a, wedding night. I don't, so. want, I don't want domestic <laughs> issues from a podcast. Yeah, come back with a black eye. Yeah. So I get back to my mum and dad's house and I've nearly finished my chips at this point. I'm looking at this sausage and it's like, eat me. I was like, I will, I will. What, what can I do? So I... The dogs were all in the kitchen. I was like, come outside, guys, come outside. So I took all three dogs outside and ate this sausage as fast as I fucking could. And I was shoving it in my face so hard. And I was like, oh my God, quick. And the dogs were all looking at me like, bro, what are you saying? Like, that looked like wicked. Can we have a bit? And I was like, nah, nah, it's all mine. So yeah, there was like a 10 minute rule. It wasn't a three second rule. I just ate it later. So. The thing is, I, I knew it was going that way. Yeah, and it's still killing me. But, I, but the thing is, I can't, Ooh. I can't waste. <laughs> so yeah, one way or another, Ben will drink it. <laughs> we'll not waste it. Oh, so yeah, gross. so massive tangent. But yeah, I'm still going to eat it. Gosh, you were, mate. It could roll in. Yeah, it just rolls through. I'd still smash it down. I paid for it, man. I'm poor. If I paid for it, I'm eating it. Right. So Anderson Silva. I wonder what he's picked up off the floor and eaten. <laughs> Have you ever dropped a, a sausage off a pea mix of your acai? Acai. <laughs> Do they get a pea mix acai? Just like, with a, like a sausage imagine? stuck in it. Ugh. Hey, maybe that's a revolution. Maybe that's that's the new revolution. Maybe we open As, a shop. Acai and mushy peas with mint sauce, mint sauce and, oh, and a battered sausage have dipped ever, in so it doesn't roll off. Obviously, Lacey is American. So, have you ever introduced anyone to mushy peas and mint sauce? Yes, she it's, thinks it's awful, horrendous. Oh, really? Yeah. She don't get it. She doesn't get oh, it. Oh, man. She Most people, once they get past the collar, <laughs> and they're like, so you have this standing outside freezing cold, what? and just, it's like, yeah, just fucking <laughs> chuck it in, though. It's amazing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <sighs> yeah. The thing is, though, there's mushy peas and mushy peas, right? Because my standard, if I'm going to a chip shop, I'm going to George's, George's. Okay. standard. Okay. It's, like, it's like the royal level of fish and chips. Sometimes I can't be bothered to leave the village. And there's a there's a village chippy and it's really nice. But their mushy peas are like Day Glow Hypercolor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like um Funky Brewster's socks. <laughs> just unnecessary green. Just far too green to be normal, natural green. Yeah, it's a bit a bit watery. Mm. 
Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. It's, it's, the thing is, I, <clears throat> I mean, we've, I've been brought up on chips and literally yeah. we would go on holiday to a seaside town and my dad would walk along the front of the, of the, of the, the promenade or whatever. And let's say there's, I don't know, 15 chippies. We would stop at every one, every single one. And even now. That's like, a lot of potatoes. But that's all, like, that's all you need. <laughs> all you need is the good stuff. Trust me. It's the best. But there was so much difference in like just shit chippies. There's so mm. many shit chippies. But yeah. Lumo peas aren't the best. They're not, are they? No. No. Not no. at all. What, what else is Stan Natsi on the, uh, on the Melbourne card? Sam Alvey against Jim Crute. That's going to be a lot of fun. That's going to be a bomb. Like Jim, like Jim Crute just just wades forward with big punches. And Sam, Sam Alvey <laughs> just smiled the whole time. Yeah. yeah. It's almost that awkward smile, like when you're telling a kid off that's not your kid, and they're look, looking at you thinking, oh, I want to cry, but I'm not going to. And you're like, oh, God, pushed it too far. <laughs> um, Kai Car of France as well is going to be awesome. I, I'm, I, I'm really enjoying watching Every that time kid he's fought, he's looked amazing. Yeah. Oh, Venata's on the card. But this kid, I don't know. Honestly, I've been spread over so many different events. I've not really looked at the undercard of this. I don't, I don't know some of these guys, I'll be honest. Raulian Pavia. I should probably know these kids. Is he making his debut? He looks like a killer. He's 18 and 1. Oh, he's, oh, he's coming off Dana White's Tuesday night. I must have, must have missed that one. Split decision over someone called Nascimento. Oh, I'll have to check that one out. Kai Car of France was wicked. I, yeah. I was watching him backstage warming Dude. up and moving around. And the day before, like when he was, was it weight cutting Thursday? Maybe. He looked a bit like a military experiment to me. Yeah. It was almost like, uh, we'll put him back in the box now. Yeah, yeah. Do you know right. what I mean? It's yeah. like, these doors are going to go. Yeah. And same thing with Shane Young as well. Yes. I remember, where was it? Singapore? Shane Young was fighting and it was so right before the way that the weigh-ins work sometimes like say if we're not doing a ceremonial weigh-in in the afternoon for the media and the cameras and stuff yeah. we'll do a face-off after the official weigh-ins so we go 9am to 11am of the, of the weigh-ins and then everybody has to meet back in the weigh-in room backstage at 11 o'clock okay. and then we do like a 20 minute walkthrough and I'll stand and I'll go you know uh Jimmy Crew, Jimmy Crew against Sam Alvin, and then they'll both come out and face off, turn to the media, and then they'll go. So we don't do a ceremonial weigh-in sometimes. Okay. And that's what happened. And I think it was Singapore. I'm pretty sure it was. And he was on the card. And I remember, I remember walking into the back room just to check all the fighters are organised and lined up, and they put tape on the floor so the fighters know red, red blue. corner, blue corner. Yeah, yeah. It's very organised. Um, <clears throat> and as I was looking, I was looking around the room, just kind of having a look, see. You know, who was rehydrated, who looked happy, who had, you know, a bit of life in their face and all that kind of stuff. And as I was scanning the room, I just settled on short on uh, Shane Young sitting there next to his corner man, n- paying attention to nobody else. Just Zone. doing that, that, that like Maori war face, just a, like sticking his tongue out wide eyed. I was like, holy shit, I'm glad I'm not fighting that You're kid. You're just going out yeah. for a ceremonial yeah. way. <laughs> just like a face off. <laughs> Terrifying. He, he, I mean, he's, he's, he's legit. He's a very talented kid. And he's... There's some there's some good good fighters on this card. I'm I'm thinking we're gonna get some good stand, some standout performances. The uh, the fight Ishiara's, right Ishiara's, that's gonna be a good fight. Oh, he's, he's, his fights are always good, aren't they? He's a bit nuts. And Venata can't wait to see Venata again. Van, Lando Venata is a Star Wars character. All day, isn't it? All day. I just want to see him come him out in, in a cloak. Mm. Yeah. And just have like lightsabers mm. tattooed on his leg. Yeah, yeah mm. definitely. I'm looking forward to uh, Ronnie Yaya against uh, Ricky Simon. Simon. Is that because you get to say Ronnie Yaya? Yes, yes it is. Sorry, yeah. No, I went into a different world. It's, right. it's a bit like a swing fell into, fell into another dimension for a minute. Because um, you've got like world-class Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Like when you talk about about 
world-class Brazilian jiu-jitsu in, in the UFC. You're looking at Damian Maia, Jacare, and Rani Yaya yeah, yeah. is up there on that level. And then he's fighting Ricky Simone, who's a very strong wrestler. And if I remember right, was was he not the guy that choked out uh, Marab? Marab Dvalishvili. I'm just on Ronnie Yaya. Yes, it because was. Because I want to see... That technical guillotine from Mount, where when the fight was over, he let him go, and he was he was kind of out. And then there was the confusion, yeah. and he was kicking his legs, and yeah. doing the weird doing, electric dance. Doing the crazy dance. <laughs> Why are you doing the boogaloo? Because <laughs> it's Ronnie Yaya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not nice. Not a nice place to be. You know, it's funny, because that's what happened to me against Chris Lytle. I don't remember that. But the last thing I remember, I dove in for a takedown. I was like, yeah, fuck it, why not? I'll try wrestling for once. And I shot in, went for a takedown. The next thing, I'm in a guillotine. And I was like, how about that? <laughs> the thing is, as soon as he clamped it on, my, my first thought was, this is his move. That would be hard. <laughs> this, this is his move. I've researched. I know he does this. Why have I just put my head in this noose? I'll never forget. Was, I saw Granada Ian. Granada Ian. He walked up to me after the, after the fight. He grabbed me and he says, he would have won that. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. It was close, man. I but nearly caught. I caught him in the second round with an elbow. Yeah, caught him right in the temple with an elbow, and he he did the, did a bit of a dance and put both of his hands down. I was like, here we go. Boxing that's a ten eight. Boxing that's a ten eight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was never convinced. Didn't you wear orange shorts for that one? Orange. I went Shaolin for that one. I went yeah. the. Uh, it See. was. It just no. Leave it with the Shaolin. Yeah, Let I'd already lost it. my way by that point. I because I, I, I was coming off that decision loss to Anthony Johnson, who's still. My thumb is still not in the right place from that fight. Yeah, and like, uh, if Crooked. he was sat here now, bear in mind there wouldn't be room. It, no, if he was sat opposite you, we'd have to take all the gloves down for a start. Do you like my glove wall? I love your glove wall. I've got to be honest. There's stuff that my inner thief wants to take <laughs> every time, but it would just make too much of a. It's, yeah. it's too obvious. I would notice. I would notice eventually. I just take the lefts of all. All. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I have a lefty What's glove going wall. On here? Got the full reptile ones at the top. They're prototypes. We've got some full reptile gloves coming soon, as, as you know, as you don't know. Yes. We've got some full reptile gloves coming soon. There's a full like line. Them. We are a full line. Fully, a full reptile fully full line. In, fully. in development. Fully. Trust me, I've, yep. I've seen a lot of CADs. And I've got yeah, UFC man. gloves as well. Those red ones, the ones with the red tape on, they were the ones that put Roy Markham to sleep. Well, Good. The left one is anyway. Yeah. I don't think I hit him with the right. I told you about when oh, I found Trey's gloves at, at 49. I was like, dude, your gloves are on the side. Left I said, he was like, yeah, don't worry about it. I was like, yo, you got a son coming soon, dude. Yeah, you got to keep Maybe give them to him. And he's right. like, it'd be all right. At least for eBay. Are right. you eating a Kinder Egg? I was like, yeah, can you share it? <laughs> all right. Swap it for the gloves. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All over Exactly, it. right. To be fair, Dre was the only one that would ever come up to me at the gym after when they'd finished, I was eating my dinner and he'd always stick his head on my shoulder and be like, what are we sharing? <laughs> <laughs> We're not sharing anything, dude. Yeah, he was he was a gannet, as we would say. That's it. I'll tell you what I will do, because I did put a tweet out right before we started about questions. So I will, I will have a quick look, see what questions we've got. I'm just going back real quick oh, to you, Ronnie Yaya. Yes. WEC 2008. Obviously mm. made his debut way, way before, like 2002. So WC 2008, WC career stopped, obviously, when it took over. Aldo Fabry's on the last card, 48, at uh, 2010. And then, dude, he's been in there so fucking, mm. so many times. Yeah. Yeah, I can't, yeah, I, yeah. I don't think I can bet against Ronnie Yaya. He's just, he's slick. But then my concern is for him, my concern for him, I mean, I'm, I've, I'm not invested either way, but... Age? Uh, no, it, it's because because uh, Ricky's such a strong wrestler, he might be able to just force that into a stand-up fight and then Rani Yaya's got to deal with, with punching. And yeah. He, he does, 
unfortunately, I mean, as much as I love Damian Meyer, when Meyer starts to struggle with takedowns against someone like Woodley, his striking starts to look worse because yes. he starts to get panicked. Yes. And that's, it, it's, it's weird. It's like a, if a fighter feels like they can get the fight to the floor, their striking's better because they're more fluid, because they're more confident. Yes. Whereas if they're striking because they have to, and you add that element of panic to it, it then starts getting a bit messy. Well, it's, it's one of them things where it's almost like when you got a game and you've got attributes to a, a, like to put onto mm. different bits, so striking, takedown, mm. grappling, or whatever, and it's like Damien Myers just gone. Well, I'll put ten on it onto jits. Yeah. Oh, I best put one onto being able to walk. <laughs> and like, do you know what I mean? So, so like, this is literally there's no question, jits, no question. But when it comes to the other bits, it's like. It's just fundamental, mm. and, it, and that's not taking anything away from what they do. But there's certain people who've got, or they've they've put their attributes across everything, and obviously with the raw power involved, yeah, it makes it a better fighter. But yeah, I, I don't know. I like to see Ronnie Ayo win that. Yeah. Um. Right. Let's do. I want your pick for the main and co-main event, and then I'm gonna have a look at some of these Twitter questions because I have a couple of good questions here. I have a lot of shit questions. Okay. I can't go against Robert Whitaker. No. No. Because he's just always surprised me. I'm, yeah, I'd terrified. Like, a little terrified. bit. He's, he's, his tattoo on his shoulder is similar to some of my work. It's so, up. yes, panning his full reptile. Yeah, ah, that's, that's he means it. But the thing is, I feel that he does. I think that he's got that. He's got that hunger. I mean, don't get me wrong. Kelvin came through the Ultimate Fighter, surprised everyone. Mm. Like beat Uriah Hall, which no one expected. And he just seems much slicker at middleweight. He, he he's he's a, an example of a guy. Again, a conversation I was having last night. Um, with a bunch of people when, when it comes to weight classes <clears throat> can't move well to weight leave 170 where it is 162 with a pound allowance which is right in the middle of the two okay. and then you bring him 177 like you imagine Kelvin Gastelum could have won the 177 pound title and then stepped up to face Whitaker for, yes you know, that, and that's a realistic because you've got seven pounds that's enough that's a realistic yeah. gap to, is it seven pounds is my math off yeah did you say Eight. math math I'm leaving. Oh, shit. He said math, right? Morty, Morty, get him tea. He'll stay with his tea. <laughs> maths. <laughs> he said um, maths. Go on then, what's your pick? So you so you got Robert Whittaker. Have you got a, a round or a, a whatever? Um, a finish? So I think, and just quickly the reason was, Kelvin Gastelum came across, looked really good, but then you know when Weidman beat him? Mm. The thing is, I like Chris Weidman. Got dropped though. Yeah. Got binged in the first round. Yeah. It did get bing. 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 But with Whitaker, the calibre that he's been fighting and the wars that he's been in, mm. I just think that he's he's been on a slightly harder paper yeah. round. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like then, the Bisping knockout for Gastelum was like... But that mm. could work against Whitaker. You've got to remember. I mean, it's, you know... You, Battle you, damage. You don't, yeah, you don't fight a tank like your Romero for 10 rounds and not uh, take some wear and tear. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's a Cejudo. Maybe it's just a... Ca maybe. Gastelum comes out and he's got that slick striking and bing, mm. done. Maybe. I would say Whitaker, and I would probably say third or fourth. Mm. I think he'll take him out. What about the co-main event? I would like to see Anderson Silva highlight reel. <laughs> Not a front kick. No. It's been done to death. It's too easy. I want to see like a cartwheel kick. Okay. Some crazy thing that, that Steven Seagal can take credit for. Mm -hmm. And I just want him to see him do that and Anderson go, that's it. How I'm about, done. how about, I mean, Anderson, I know you listen to the podcast, obviously. Because why would you not? Of course. Um, so you can <clears> learn about mushy peas. So when, when you're having your when you're having your celebratory fight week Big Mac and you're thinking over what you're going to do at fight night, I hope you're paying attention and listen to this. I want the Liu Kang cart with the the bicycle kick. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. 
There we go. There yeah. you go. I want him in red trousers. Can we? We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll green screen. We'll just paint that still green, and we'll green screen. We'll get that just, just taken out. I'll piss it. And you can. <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to. Yeah. I want that. I, I mean, I like Israel Adesanya. I think he's the 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 next generation. He's the new Anderson Silva. He's going to mm. bring a lot of faces. He's got that uber confidence. But the thing is, I love seeing someone like that get beat. Like when Anderson was beat by. Um, Chris Weidman, when GSP got beat by Matt Serra, mm. I love seeing a champ get beat just to see how they come back. Yeah. And that's a bit weird. No, no, but the I, thing get is, it. I get it. Look at GSP. He made a point of, he said it was the worst day of his life. Mm. He, he overlooked him, all the rest of it. And then that minute, it made him a better fighter. It made him a world champ. Yeah. Same as Anderson. When you see him come back and you're like, holy shit, what's going to happen now? Right. And, he's, and he's almost turned from this mystique into an ordinary bloke. You know, because Bisping beat him. Mm. Yeah. Beat him. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of them where it's now he's not good that fight, good fight. Yeah, but he's not that entity anymore of mm. that like, oh, watch this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 yeah. a he's like an old samurai now. Yeah, but it? you forget that he gets older. He does. Do you know he what does. I mean? So I'd like he to does. see it. I'd like to see Anderson win. I, I thought it was very cool on on the ESPN desk. I, I've realised. I've realised. I'm I'm completely addicted to live TV. Oh really? Because uh, it, it's chaos. Because anything can go wrong at any moment, and as soon as as soon as you make a mess. You've just got to accept it and move on. Otherwise, it ruins the rest of the broadcast. So when you're trying to say Mara Romero Barella and you go and you just bite your tongue, like you just you've got to go. Oh, gone. Get rid of it. Carry on. See, I would drop some f bombs or something. I'd like shit bird, thunder, fuck, wank, tits, Kit Kat. Do you know what I mean? I would go like fully into twitchy mode and then be like. Let's just start again. You can't. That's the thing with live TV, though. You can't start again. That's why I'm not because doing it. Because when I made a mess at the start of the weigh-in show, I got... Because the, 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 the weigh-in show was supposed to start. We were going to go straight in and talk about a Sun Samurai rice. And I was ready for that. I, I was like, I know I know. there's a highlight coming. I, I watched the fight over and over again. I remember how it went and who did what in what round so I can talk over these highlights no matter what. And then right before we went live, they went... Oh, quickly, we need to record something on Jose Aldo and Moicano for Sports Center. Do you think he looks like the Pringle Man? <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I'm sweating. The set's starting to flood because the, ho- the fire hose has burst and I can smell burning. The electrics are going and I've got, uh, like, I've got people holding fans around me and waving stuff at me and I'm like... It's like the band okay, going down okay. the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Dan just... <laughs> I was I was almost as wet as going down with the Titanic. That's how soaking I was. They were like, put your jacket on. I'm like, I need a new shirt. There's no way. There's no way. It's not worthy of that's what she said, no, is it? No, it's not. No. No, not not at this point. Save that credit for later <laughs> will, on in the I'll day. That, yeah. There'll be an opportunity. Um so they came to me they came to me through the headset and they were like, So we need a quick forty five second hit on Jose Aldo Moicano. And I, I was like, I kind of gathered myself. The first one was a big mess. I was like, ah, do it again, do it again. So we went one more time and I got through it and then immediately afterwards we started the show and I turned to John to reply to him and I meant to say a sun sound and I said Moicano and I just went, ah, a sun sound. And then like that, that moment there, just you, if you saw it on ESPN, you'll know what I'm talking about. There'll be that half moment. a dozen people now going, there was a, I knew it. <laughs> yeah. That, I, yeah. I, Barbara, did I not tell you? <laughs> that was a, dun, 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 dun. that was my brain Mate. just going, ah. Oh. And and in that moment, you just kind of have to just throw it out the window. It was the fashion, though, ain't it? I just fetched my coat. <laughs> yeah, I'll get my coat. My coat. There, there was a moment where I thought to myself, I'm just going to, no, 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 go again, go again. And then they were going to yeah. come through and they were going, no, no, we're, we're live, we're live, we're, we're live. live. 
We're live. The red light's on. <laughs> Just keep talking. There are Velociraptors in the kitchen. We're live. John We're live. dancing. Uh, yeah. Your line first. Panic dancing. You know. <laughs> got to say more. <laughs> Panic dancing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's got, got some a, moves in that bow tie. Of oh, of course he has. Of course he has. Johnny G's got some moves. Of course he has. We could get a video of that. That's got to be a um, gift. What are you, did, are you having? You, are you having a, picks on this? Did you give a prediction? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. So I, I got Whitaker so, three or four. I got mm. Anderson Silva with some fantastic, flamboyant, crazy, batshit bananas. Yeah. And then he picks him up off the ground and he's like, "It's okay, my son. Mm. I will pass the torch to you now. Okay. With this loss, I give you great power. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Bit Marvel. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Okay. So my prediction is that uh, Israel Adesanya is gonna do all the fireball stuff in his corner. The first round's going to start. He's going to blast Anderson Silva with a fireball and then okay. Silva's going to all of a sudden t- turn out to be a Sith Lord. And Done. Just, and then just slices him. Maybe up. he opens his jacket and Lando Venata jumps out. I could see that. Full Star Wars Master Blaster. I could see that. Crossover. I could see that. Definitely. I think we're on Okay, so you there. take it, Adesanya. I'll take that. What What do you think about... What did you say on the... Inside the Octagon? What was your final... I don't, I don't remember. Meaning... You know, what we were discussing this earlier... <laughs> It's, it's worth it's worth me trying to explain this process a little bit because it may seem a little bit crazy. I understand it's a bit crazy and I'm still trying to figure it out myself. Is this your OCD? It is a bit, yeah. So like, if I'm breaking down a fight, I spend about three days just like cramming as much information into my head as possible. I watch the fights, I absorb them, I train as if I'm the fighters so I get used to the feel of what they do. You know, Whitaker's punch that comes over the top, Gastelum slipping out the way, coming back. So I like, I train those elements so Maybe I can a double knockout. feel them. Maybe, ooh, imagine. Reimagine. I don't know. I don't know how that would work. I'll have to, I'll meditate on that later. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry, Karen. What was I saying? Yeah, so I kind of lived the, the fight for about three days. Yeah. And, and it's like, it's like, it's like you know, we've talked about these before, you know, the cars that you drag back and then you start yeah. to get to the dangerous click, 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 yeah. click, and then you start thinking it's going to break in a minute. Do I go one more click? Always. Always got to go one more click. I kind of wind myself up over three days and get myself into a bit of a frenzy, not sleeping a great deal, a lot of caffeine, you know what I mean? It's a lot of alpha brain, that kind of yes. thing really helps. Yeah, yeah. And then I get into the studio and I'm ready and my brain's kind of ready to explode and we go go and I just <sighs> exactly it's like an exorcism like, yeah yeah so I just let, I let it all out it's got to come out but it's got to be one day I can't go back and do it again no because I can't I, I'm not a well, that's it's it. like sparring and rehearsals it's, yeah. it, it should be on, in my contract two things I'm terrible at yeah, I'm, I'm terrible at both yeah <laughs> terrible at both sparring and rehearsals can't it's, do either. It's how when Homer Simpson says, when I learn something new, it pushes the old stuff out of my brain. Yeah. And it's kind of true. It is yeah. kind of true because when I, if I obsess over something, it doesn't matter if I'm developing a product or I'm making a website or I'm thinking of a promotion or whatever it is, but I almost have to like get it shook in. Decompress. Uh, yeah, just yeah. just write it down or open something. Open your disc cleaner. Yeah, so I can sort of write it down. I'm like, oh God, I'll, talk, I'll think about you in a bit. And then I'll open the book and I'm like, oh no, I don't want to. And it's, yeah, it's hard. Yeah. I'm in a crazy brain. Right. Did, did I give you... A, I'm not giving a prediction for that. Well, I think Whitaker might win by decision. I think he might be able to keep Gastelum on the end of his, on the end of his punches and then when, Ga- when Gastelum gets too close, tie him up but not allow him to get the takedown. I think I can see that happening. The, on, the only other way I can see it going is if Gastelum bings him on the chin, Whitaker kind of loses his foot in a little bit and then Gastelum jumps on his back with one of those Ellenberger rear naked chokes that he did. Yeah. I, well... But what do I know? I mean, I, see, only, I only watched all of their fights... And a lot of didn't time. sleep for four days. 
I just, I, I'm the, probably going to get it all wrong because that's MMA for you. Like, it doesn't, matter, it, how the, the, the doesn't matter how hard you work. I'm using MMA maths MMA. and I'm saying, oh, well, he's beat Romero and he's done <laughs> this and that. And obviously Romero smashed the doesn't shit through Weidman, but Weidman beat you, so well. You but it doesn't work. It yeah, doesn't matter. Um, I've got a couple of questions here. Go on. Ross McDonald at Ross underscore Murit. How are you doing, Ross? Maybe. Um, what rule would you change or add to the sport and why? Well, this I picked this one because this was a question I asked Mark Goddard on the, on the last show. And Mark said the downward elbow. And I'm absolutely in agreement. Just take that out. It's a ridiculous rule. The, the danger of downward elbows is striking to the spine when you defend and take downs against the fence. But striking to the spine is illegal anyway. Yeah. So, so they're, would, not, they're not saying because you can do that, you no. can strike the spine. Like. I, I don't know where people think they're going to use a downward elbow where it's going to be that effective that it should be illegal. And anybody that thinks downward elbow should be illegal has probably never been in a situation where they've thought about throwing a downward elbow and then thought to myself, that's, that's too awkward. I'm not yeah. going to get any power into this. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, I want to see it almost like Troy. You know the beginning of Troy with Brad Pitt where he just runs up to that giant and goes, yeah. Thank you. Well, I just in. want to see that with a bump. Well, that happened on one, F, uh, one FC. Yes, yeah. You see, yeah. I've talked about it. It was uh, John Haggerty. Is it John Haggerty? I think that's his name. He stepped in with a wicked downward elbow, caught him right on the chin. Love it. Don't yeah. stifle people's creativity. Let it happen. Let it happen. So that's the rule I would change. Um, what else we got? Oh, Breakdown Tiller Masvidal. Well, I'm hoping we're going to do an Inside the Octagon for that, and I've not fully researched it, so I'll, 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 I'll save that one for... Uh, who's the one fighter you would want to compete against today? Ooh, I don't think I can answer that. Someone old. We and can't slow. talk about that contractually. No, contractually. <laughs> old, someone old and slow, and and really easy to knock out. Okay. Oh, here's a question from my good friend Morat. My good friend Morat. In okay. fact, Morat, if you're listening, um, I have a patch for you. It's a wicked. It's a it's a Lemmy patch. It's one of the best sewn patches I've ever seen. There you go. It's like the limited edition. Pass it one, on. Like 350. And as soon as I saw it, I was like. Morat yeah. needs that. He was a good friend of Lemmy's. Okay. Um, I actually bought one of his photos the other day as well. A beautiful photo of Lemmy just sitting at a coffee table smoking a cigarette. What a legend. I've, I've got my motorhead patch for my jacket. I showed yeah, you. That's it. it. needs to go on, man. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Morat asked me, find Morat on Twitter. This is what would, this is, if I'd have in, instead stayed in the punk band and not gone MMA, this this is my parallel. Like me and Morat. We actually met. I, was, I did a photo shoot for... I think it was Te- Terrorizer magazine or Metal Hammer or something like that. And Morat did the interview and took photos. Oh, okay. So I went over to his place. He had a wicked place in downtown LA in a really shady neighborhood, which is why he eventually moved. But it was a very cool place. Um, and we sat and we chatted and we did the photos and stuff and we just we just clicked. And he's he's a, he's a lunatic British guy with a big red mohawk. Of course he is. And we just they all are apparently. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, his question. I've so many tangents I've gone um, it's good You're so right. his question was <laughs> can fighters hear the commentators during fights and does it affect their moves that is a good question because the amount of times I've got a fighter right in front of me and there's something happening I want to say in commentary like I want to say oh w- what he needs to be doing now is looking for the underhook but I'm, then I'm thinking ah, don't, it's not don't my tell own. him I, yeah mm. I'll just keep quiet I'll just, just looking just, yeah yeah <laughs> Look at the underhook. I, I could certainly hear the commentators at times in my fights. Well, I, I, I don't know wondered, how much other people hear. I always wondered if it upset fighters. If like Joe was backstage and someone got to go, I'm a pussy. Mm. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> and him go, oh, no, I didn't mean pussy pussy, but you know what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> Not pussy pussy. Like, you, you push it out and it's like, what? <laughs> fuck you, bro. And it just starts full on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Hamza Aman. 
Uh, who should Jose Aldo fight at 155 if he decides to move up there? Any mm. motherfucker. I just want to see Jose back again. Justin Gaethje. Justin Gaethje. All day. I don't know. The thing is, I, he just... James the, is nodding. James is nodding. Yeah, you feeling kid, that? Kid Mystery All likes about that Justin Gaethje. Kid, kid Mystery Justin likes Gaethje. The, uh, the like thing that, is, yeah. I just see that Jose's now got to the point where he's like, do you know what? Couple more. Get the Ooh. patio built. Have a pool. It will be all right. I'm glad you mentioned that because this is, this is something I meant to talk to you about. When I interviewed him on the post-fight show for ESPN, one thing that stuck out is um, he said he wants, I don't know whether he's got like two or three fights on his contract, but it sounds like he wants to fight out his contract and then do something different. Okay. So my two bets, if I was placing bets, is he wants to either try boxing or, or football. He wants to play soccer, soccer, football. He's, football, soccer, yeah, soccer. he's amazing. I can remember there was a, yeah. an embedded where he was he just kicked the ball into the basketball hoop, mm. and I was like, "Oi!" Yeah, I think he's he, on the Kenflo breakdown. Yeah, it, well, his team is one of the um, uh, one of the local Rio teams. They've got uh, black and red, black and red jerseys. Dennis the Menace style. Yeah, yeah I don't know enough yeah. about football, but, but you, you you'd watch that though, wouldn't you? I don't like football. Jose playing football. Yeah. It'd be like watching Mean Machine with Vinnie Jones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, with Marilyn Kevin, Manson, with Jason Statham yeah, as the monk, nah, nah, and he's nah, just nah, like, nah, nah, nah. yeah, yeah. Why is the neck doing that? Getting old, man. This is it. You need to do a dangle. Uh, a what? Not a dan. Not a dangle. It's not copyrighted. It's just a standard dangle. Yeah, off the rig. We we do that often. We have business meetings in here. Full reptile collective business. Stretch out. Just hanging. Yeah, hanging. It helps uh, the chips go down. Improving our ape index. Let me see if I've got. Uh, why doesn't Chewbacca get a medal at the end of Star Wars? Spliffzilla. Spliffzilla. Why does? Why that does, does not surprise me that Spliffzilla has asked that question. But <laughs> secretly, my Lego Star Wars figure of Chewbacca has got a medal because I felt that he was left out, and because he's closely related to Ben. Ben's a, Ben looks like an Ewok, mm. truth be told. Yeah, I think my mouth's too dry to do Ewok right now, but I can speak Ewok. <laughs> Wookie, sorry, Wookie. Well, yeah, you, you, you have Wookie. Right. I, I just start wick it with her. Yeah. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> we could be on Endor. There we go. There we go. There you go. The reason <laughs> that Chewie didn't get a medal was because there was an offer on, and basically it was like five for a tenner, and you, they gave them out, and then like Lucas was like, "I think I want one of them." And you, walk, you, you, she was reckon? like, "Oh fuck it, you <laughs> do you know what I mean?" I reckon they gave him a treat because they thought he was a, a treat, a Scooby snack. Yeah, exactly. A Scooby. <laughs> do but, you want a treat? Do you want yeah. a treat? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> what are your thoughts on the one sixty five pound division? Is it like to happen? Who would be champ? Um, I think Cowboy would be champ. And I think it should happen, but not at 165. We've spoke about this. I think 162, because then you don't have to move well to weight. We don't want no. to move well to weight. What about what about this question? Is there any top 10, 15 fighter you think you can defeat? No. Um, <laughs> Is there anyone you think you can beat? None of them. Let me pull up the flyweight rankings. <laughs> the, the women's flyweight. No, I don't. No, I don't think so. There's some people I'd like to fight. There's some people I'd like to get beaten up by. Yeah, just have a go. I, I'd like to spar with Joanna. Because I'd imagine she'd be like a buzzsaw in the gym, mate. Yeah, you terrifying. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like to fight Amanda Nunes. No, I don't. I wouldn't like to get Amanda Nunes' orders wrong at a restaurant or take her the wrong cup of tea. You know, like when it's was yours with sugar. There you go. <laughs> oh, no sugar. There you go. You got sugar in it. I'm like, oh fuck. I'm gonna get a whooping. Yeah. Um, Stu Browning, who's another friend of the collective. He is. Stu Ed What's B. Um, well, his first question was, which ayahuasca retreat did you go to and recommended that particular retreat? 
Uh, I went to the Hummingbird Centre. It was excellent. Although the uh, Temple of the Way of Light, I believe, is rather nice as well. Is that behind Sports know. Direct on the A38 going towards Sheffield? Yes, yes, that's the one. <laughs> and the other question, Owen, is for you. And if it's with Monkey Chops 81. Yeah. Oi, oi. Monkey Chops 81. Ask him for a music recommendation. Or oh, for the drive down? I don't know. For what drive down? What uh, to the, uh, the Ayahuasca retreat? Just while we nip out. Maybe. Yeah, we'll just well, what's your music disc? recommendation? I recommend Gimme Radio. Not that you asked me, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Well, you always take Gimme Radio. Listen to Gimme Radio. I'm I've on at like 4 o'clock, <clears throat> 4 p.m. on a Wednesday. 4, 4 p.m. On, p.m. on a Wednesday, UK time. But if you go on the gimmeradio.com website, the calendar's on there and you'll see my, my name coming up. Full Reptile Radio. The music version. There go on go. then, what's your uh, music recommendations? I hit Chili's hard the other week. Oh. Because we were doing some DIY here, and I don't know why it was stuck in my head, but it was, it was burnt in there. Sometimes mm. I feel like I don't have a partner. There you go. No, we weren't with that. Sometimes I feel like my only friend <laughs> is the sea. Not... One of my proudest moments was oh. walking up across the beach with Libby on my shoulders. I'd taken her to buy a bum bag because she'd got it in her brain. She needed a bum bag. And ladies like to accessorise on holiday. She's like, Joe Rogan. for real. <laughs> so she's like, Dad, I'm thinking about rocking a bum bag. Like, and obviously, I'm not going go to go. I'm not going to go to the front. I'm not going to go to the shops on the beach. No, I've not got folding money for this fucking escapade. <laughs> Are you mad, bro? Folding. I money. have got coins for this fucking trip. So we went to a supermarket, an Oriental supermarket that sold gold tattoos, fucking weed killer. <laughs> you name it, they had it. So I was like, Yo, you got a bum bag. And they had a high school musical bum bag that she could wrap around a wrap around her waist four times that she wore for the rest of the two weeks in Spain. And on the way back, that song was playing. And we got by the time we got back to the beach, she was just belting it out. And I was nice. like, "Go on, darling, yeah, have some of that. Go enjoy yourself." A bit chilly. I was proud. I was nice to see that um, Fight Disciples had put Tenacious D <laughs> in uh, in their story the other day. Yeah. So I got the karate song from that stuck in my brain. Of course. And a beautiful south. I've been listening to a lot beautiful of that. Beautiful south. Yeah, yeah. It's just my 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 music playlist on Spotify is fucking bananas. It's actually got hold on, if I can find it. It's got something like a million hours worth of songs, right. which range from Billy Ocean suddenly, which is a beautiful song. I'll never have anything bad against said against I Billy. That's why I didn't say a word. And then rolling into 18 with a bullet from Lockstock. And then into like Thunderstruck. Diversity is key. Oh, Thunderstruck yeah. reminds me of Cage Warriors. I love reminds the me of Randy Couture. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That was Randy's walk. Here's a question uh, How does Daily V MVP fight play out? I, I'm, the thing is with Paul, I've been in his corner a few times, and the one that springs to mind is Xavier Fupa Pockham. Yes, Professor great X. pronunciation, right, my like brother. That? Professor X. Yes. I will take um, some of that. And that was a while ago in Cage Rage. And I was in Paul's corner on that night. And, well, I won't give the full story, but Paul was up all night. We were all up all night. It was a bit of a party hotel and it was a good time and it was Cage Rage. And, you know, it was You're playing Mario Kart. Something like that. Mario Kart and pot noodles, sleepover. That's cool. Um, um, anyway, so Paul woke up the next morning and he actually had a pot noodle for breakfast. I remember that. That stuck in my mind. And then he was doing the grave digger, the Tito Ortiz grave digger around the hotel room. <laughs> I've got video of it somewhere. Um, <clears throat> Xavier Fupapokan was a dangerous tie boxer. And in the, in the, in the, right early in the first round, he managed to get a clinch on Paul and he was throwing knees and stuff. And there was a point in my head where I went, this is where Paul loses. This is where Paul gets caught by someone that's got cleaner technique. And yeah. then all of a sudden out of nowhere, poof, 
that left hook lands it's like, like Mr. Like Tickle the, Arms, man. dude. It's like that. It's like the the, the hammer of Thor, it, and it, and he just like peeled off the canvas. Yeah, <laughs> mate. I can, we once got all of my Nerf guns in the office at fourth, and Paulie was coming up, and I was like, "This will be funny. We'll just ambush him, mm. right?" So he came. Everyone had guns, and these. It was like Mr. Tickle fucking running through the just up the corridor, and I was like. Oh, mistake! I made a mistake! I made a mistake! <laughs> Fucking, I threw the gun down and ran because he was—he was just taking like all the shots, missing him. Like went full matrix. But dude, if he swings mm. what, yeah. one of them clubs, yeah, I'd MVP, like to see Paul again. Yeah. I've, I've got nothing against MVP. No, I like not see, at all. I like his style. He's, he's very, very good though, man. He's, he's like he's, he's, his ability to control range. He's you know that side stance as well is so difficult to close when you're when you're leading with a left hook. It really is difficult. But uh, is this is this a lot to lose for MVP? Because Paulie, I think, is really. one of them where he's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And you're not going to upset him. But if he knocks MVP out, he's going to say, see? I yeah. fucking told you, man. It's just all hype. Whereas if MVP, if if he gets that highlight, or if he, if he does lose, then it does take a lot of his momentum. Yeah. Because Paulie's a bit older now. Don't get me wrong, I know he's still young, but Jesus, he's, he's had a, an amazing career. Mm. He's just... What's going to happen with this? Because it's it's quite a it's a it's a massive style difference. Yeah, it is. It is. I, I don't. I don't. The thing. I don't think MVP loses anything from losing to Paul. Not at this stage in his career. It's a good learning experience, and I think you know, it'll add to his game and make him better. Um, you know, Paul's been in there with some of the best. He's had some of the best fights I've ever watched. I, I've, I've always been a fan of Paul as well as a friend. Um, but it's all about landing that left hook. If he lands it, I mean, you, you know, the thing is, you know, you're not going to expect anything else from Paul. So you can kind of build a game plan around countering the left hook. And with MVP having such a good understanding of range, being able to snap in and snap out, catch people with awkward stuff, you can't prepare for all that kind of thing. No, you know? but the thing is with Paulie, you look at the people that he's faced and the, and a lot of his opponents are still massively relevant. Mm. Tyron Woodley went to decision. Yeah. Didn't look like he was in trouble at any point, mm. but obviously the wrestling. And the Nick Diaz fight was one of the best fights Masvidal. ever. Mm. Masvidal. Masvidal is now on the massive come up to fight Till which is fucking hugely relevant yeah. and Paul's sort of sat to one side out the way and like you can't discount that mm. that experience like MVP yeah he's had that that weird boxing hybrid thing that he did yeah which was a yeah it yeah. was, it was I, one I, of them I didn't really pay much attention to that because the thing is with boxing you never you're not getting credible opponents you know you're fighting Uber drivers and stuff and it's not you like people you know people mediocre people can look good against some of those opponents like MVP is good and I think he is talented and I think he has got potential to be very, very dangerous to a lot of people. We just kind of need to see people push him in different ranges now and see how he deals with it. And I mean, yeah. the thing is with Paul, Paul's very good at one particular thing. If he catches, you're going to fall to sleep. Yeah. But at the same time, if you're MVP and you've got that ability to control range, it makes it very difficult for Paul to get in, you know? And, yeah. and Jimmy's been sparring with Paul as well. Jimmy Warley, obviously fighting this weekend on Bellator. But Jimmy's also been fighting with MVP, hasn't he? He's and been he's training said, with yeah, and he's Not and he that he's gone back he's, and gone, you are. Sweep the leg, Johnny. Well, no, I mean, the thing is, we don't really train with Paul anymore, so we don't really have that interaction. Paul's got his own team and stuff. and But Jimmy's been talking about how good MVP is. And if Jimmy's saying he's good, then he's, he's good, because Jimmy's a, an absolute murderer in the gym. We've got that this weekend. We have. And then the Cage Warriors the weekend after. Yeah, we've got Bellator, you've got and Jimmy and Taylor And then Prague the weekend after that. It's, okay, it's rolling, it's rolling. It's okay, yeah. camp, dude. Right, we've been rolling for a while, so we should probably... Uh, Do we need to shut up? Hmm... Yeah, probably about now. I reckon so. We've said enough. Anything else you want to add? I'm just having a look. See, you and Monkey Chops and anyone else there with you, the best fight you would happily give 
up all the Lego in your house to see? Can we pass the present fight organization? No. no. Did not, you say give not, up my Lego? Not for all the not for all the fights in the world. That's no. that's the perfect place to stop. The and unfortunately, podcast. no disrespect, Cole, because you've said remember all the Legos. Mm, no, it's not plural. Instantly, it's that's, not plural. I can't. If we stand for one thing at this podcast, it is that Lego is Lego. the plural for Lego. Legos, no. no, no. But there's there's enough. There's there's more than enough fights that I would love to go and see. One question I was going to have to you is, oh, and we'll think of we can do this another time. We don't have to do it right now. But if you could go back in time and put a bet on, like a bit like Back to the Future style mm. with the Almanac, what fight would you pick as the biggest underdog to stick a load of money on to retire? So like, for example, Holly Ronda. Like that's that was a pretty big fucking You've upset, got to think right? Matt Serra's got to be up there. Matt Serra's yeah. got to be up there. You, I, I would, I don't know what the odds were for this being against Rockhold, but I would imagine they were closer. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, but I, I think that, um, I think that uh, the, the Matt Serra knockout over GSP. What about was, Chuck and Randy? Was it not popular enough then to get the odds? I don't know. Odds? I don't know. I mean, that, that was a bit of an awkward one because I remember like. Like Chuck Liddell got the big entrance, didn't he? He had the tap yeah. out guys. He had he had mask kind of the Iceman. Yeah. He had all this big. And Randy big just had his black shorts on. I was yeah. like, oh. and just hold you down and watch this. You up. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I I, th- I think Matt Serra would be the one because that was a that was. I remember how much of a surprise that was. What about Hoyce? Number one. Mm, I don't know. I mean, what, I don't. I can't even remember what the odds would. That's did what I mean. did they have odds on that? That's what I'm saying. Like, if you look at the time when you go back, and you're like, oh man, that's the biggest yeah. upset. That's fucking bananas. But that's like, a we'll tournament. That. I mean, that's but, like an accumulator. Yeah. Isn't it? And there's going to be know? like one person that goes eight quid. You know, like, oh yeah, man, yeah. I used my token to go back in time to the wrong fucking place. There we go. Whereas Holly Ronda was like, people are getting rich off that shit. Mm. Same as, like you say, GSP and uh, Matt Sarah. <laughs> I was going to wait. I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't. Gonna, I wasn't going to let you. I can't think. Of, there was a lot of upsets. Yeah. But yeah, I can't think of any more other than that. That's the one. I think I would pick that one. Oh, we'll go with that. That's yeah. fine. Cool. Wicked, man. All right. Thanks for joining us. I hope you've enjoyed it. I'll see you next time. It can do something no other kind of lizard can do. It can run continuously for a very long time. And that enables it to become an endurance hunter, chasing down its prey.